What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matt. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And on today's podcast, we have current member of the Robert Morris women's hockey team, Kylie Hanslick. She was also a member of the Wisconsin Badgers when they won their last national championship. But before we get to that interview, I'd just like to ask if you can follow us on Spotify and Instagram, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and leave a rating and review. This helps our podcast grow, and I'll appreciate it so, so much. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I appreciate that so much as well. Let's, get, let's just get right into the interview. Here is Kylie Hanslick. On today's podcast, we have Redshirt Jr. for the Robert Morris women's hockey team, Kylie Hanslick. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Kylie, and how's everything going? Thanks for having me. Um, really well, actually, overall. What about yourself? I'm doing fine, you know, just trying to get through this whole coronavirus thing, and hopefully college hockey can get started back up soon. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed, that's for sure. Have you heard anything from the CHA about what it might look like? Um, honestly, have not heard much. Um, just a lot of things that are still up in the air so far. Yeah, and how's quarantine been for you, and what's it been like to prepare for this upcoming season? Um, it hasn't been too bad. Uh, most of the summer, I've kind of been doing normal routine things that I kind of normally would do, just with taking extra precautionary measures, of course, with COVID. Um, like, for example, all summer, I've kind of just been in the weight room a lot, and then also doing my internship that's five days a week. So I've been trying to keep pretty busy. What's your internship? Um, it's for a company called Zoetis. Um, I get to be a level one quality scientist all summer and work with animals and kind of do a lot of observing and hands-on work with animal vaccinations and things like that. Well, that's really cool. I didn't. I wasn't able to do my internship this summer, so that's cool that you got the opportunity to do yours. So. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. So I want to ask you, my first question is, what type of leadership do you hope to bring to this year's Robert Morris team since you're going to be an upperclassman now for the first time? Um, I think leadership comes with always doing things the way that you would normally do them and being prepared on a regular basis, um, fulfilling your role that you have on the team and just kind of leading by example me personally, I'm not as much of a vocal person in terms of leadership, but I definitely am more of a lead by example type person, um, follow the rules and things like that. So I'll definitely try and bring that to the team. And uh, what are your goals and expectations for this upcoming season? Um, I think to just really contribute as much as I can um, to the team as a whole, offensively, on the ice, off the ice, defensively just overall, overall in every area that I can. And you grew up in Wisconsin. How did you start playing hockey in such an area where hockey is everything, basically? Um, well, my dad definitely brought the roots of hockey into our family. Um, I grew up with a backyard hockey rink. Um, I have three siblings. We all grew up playing and playing in the backyard. We'd be out there till... I remember some nights 2 a.m. playing and get calls from neighbors telling us to stop shooting hockey pucks. Um, so I guess that's kind of my experience growing up as a kid. And then I played boys um, up until I was about 
13 years old and then I switched over to girls hockey with capitals and I had to make the drive to Madison twice a week um yeah and it just kind of went that way and did you have a hockey idol growing up and what part of their game did you try to emulate I had a few so my older brother was definitely one um for girls hockey it was definitely Brianna Decker or Kelly Jeminski and then NHL wise it was Pavel Datsuk <laughs> oh, nice nice do, can you do any Pavel Datsuk deep moves while you're on the ice? <laughs> um, I've definitely tried some, so. <laughs> um, now, you start off playing your career, like you just mentioned, with the Madison Capitals under-14 team, where you won a state title. What was that experience like for you? Um, so that was kind of my first travel team for during the school year. So that that was a big learning experience for me in terms of how to handle school, et cetera, and hockey at the same time. Um, yeah, that was, that was a tight knit group and it was an awesome experience and I had a lot of fun and it definitely reeled me in to keep going in terms of girls hockey. So I think that was an awesome first two years of girls hockey to have. And then obviously it took me over to Naha out in Vermont which was an even cooler experience. Yeah, and you played for the Anaha in the WH in the JWHL. Talk about that experience and how it helped you prepare for college hockey. Um, so that one, that one was pretty unique for me personally, just because I actually had a shoulder surgery uh, my sophomore year there. Um, so I had a big learning experience there. Um, but besides that, I would say being having to be away from home and learning how to, I guess you could say, survive on your own, kind of, without your parents around. Um, and again, just prioritizing school and hockey and just kind of learning the roots of how life works away from home and continuing to pursue what you want to pursue. And you won two national champions there as well. What was that like? And just talk about that experience and how what it meant to you personally. Yeah, those were definitely some fun games. Um, I can specifically remember my senior year one. We were playing against, uh, I believe it was the Team Pacific. I can't remember their name specifically word for word. Um, but that game was something I'll never forget just because of the, the energy in the rink and how back and forth the whole game was and kind of it seemed like that team was expected to win but then our team kind of took it at the end and yeah that was just a really exciting game and you also got to participate in a U.S. player development camp talk about what it's like to play against some of the best competition here in the country um that's definitely a great experience to have and get to go and do I guess I would just say like learning how to prepare for those and just doing the best you can and enjoying the time that you have there is definitely important. But I do, I would like to talk to you about your first year at Wisconsin because you made the WCHA final and lost to Minnesota. What did you take away from that experience and how did it help you prepare for the national tournament? Um, that game was super, super exciting because Minnesota and Wisconsin rivalry is definitely something you can't really it's definitely different to be a part of it versus to watch it. Um, that definitely prepares you very well for the tournament if you continue on after that game. The competitiveness and 
just the overall atmosphere is just something you can't really get everywhere else. So I think just in general, it definitely prepares you well. And speaking of the national tournament, what was it like to play in one? And talk about the Frozen Four experience and what would you take away from that? Um, I would just say like the whole the whole experience in general is something that is so unique and that not every single person in the world gets to experience, nor athlete. And I just think that moment is something that I'll never forget. Now you got to play under coach Mark Johnson, who obviously was part of Miracle on Ice. What was he like to play under? Um, he, he's pretty awesome to play under. He has a, he has a lot of wisdom and a lot to say. He's definitely a quieter coaching style, but, um, when he has something to say, it's, it's pretty important and definitely something you want to listen to and learn from and not take with a grain of salt. In your sophomore year, you didn't play a game. How tough was that? And I saw that you were with the national championship trophy with Wisconsin. Did you get a ring from that or? Since it was like a redshirt year, you, did you did you not get one? Yeah. Um, so sophomore year, I redshirted. Um, we had two basically Olympians come back and join the team. So I kind of just took that as a developmental year for myself. Um, I did get to be a part of most everything and just not get to experience specifically being on the ice. Um, but I did get to travel and join the team and do everything that they got to do, practice all of that. Um, and I did get a ring and I did get to see the trophy. Um, yeah, it was all still just a really great experience and a great developmental year for me. And talk about the transfer process and what made you want to go to Robert Morris? Um, so the transfer process was a bit stressful, honestly, for the timeline that I decided to jump into the portal. Um, I only had about um, a month and a half to two months to get a bunch of visit visits in and talk to all the coaches that I needed to talk to. And yeah, that was a bit stressful, but I definitely knew I was looking at the time for a smaller school with smaller classrooms and just a totally different atmosphere. That's just what I needed personally for myself. And I'm just happy I was able to end up finding that. <laughs> Yeah, and what was the biggest adjustment you had to make going to Robert Morris? Um, biggest adjustment? Well, I would say just adjusting location-wise and that I knew I was going to have to be leaving my basically whole social life behind at Madison, my team behind that I was a part of, um, family, leaving that opportunity behind where I could have family come watch and come to games. That was a big adjustment that I was definitely going to have to make and accept. And how were the teammates like when they welcomed you to the team for the first time? Um, they were awesome, really welcoming, um, super friendly and just, yeah, I was just glad that they were letting me on their team, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And this past season, your team did make it to the CHA final and lost to Mercyhurst. What do you think went wrong during that game, and how will you use that loss to help you for next year? Um, I think what went wrong during that game is that Mercyhurst just came to play and came to win that game, and I think we just needed to have that little bit more to close that game off on our end. Um, I think that's something that we'll take with us if the season does happen as hopefully expected to. 
um, that we'll bring with us when we play them again each time and use it to fuel us to have that game have a different outcome each time on our end. Now, what do you think has been the biggest improvement you made to your game since your freshman year? Let's see. Um, honestly, I think speed has been a big improvement for me. And I think probably just still turning into that all-around player I'm still continuing to work on. Now, I saw this one goal that you scored. It was a game winner. There was like six seconds left. How cool was it that? And there was just, it was just awesome. I like saw it like today. It was like you scored down the ice. You made the turnaround. Great shot. Just talk about that goal and how cool was it to get a game winner like that? <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that was actually my first NCAA goal in general, which made it that much more special. And then to have um, my old team there to see that as well made it just that much more special. <laughs> And then my family was there as well. So it's definitely something I'll never forget and I'll take with me forever. But I hope I can keep doing more things like that to help the team. I think you will. And now we're going to get into the non-hockey segment of the podcast where I ask you some non-hockey questions. My first one is what music do you listen to before a game and which arena has the best warm-up mix? Um, well, for best warm-up mix, that's an easy one. SoundCloud called 12 Minutes of Summer. I will listen to that on repeat before games. Um, Michaela Boyle showed me that. I have to give her the shout-out for that one. Um, music genre, I actually always get made fun of for the type of music I listen to. My friends always make fun of me. I kind of listen to throwbacks and country and just like happy-go-lucky songs so I'm the one that ruins the mood with the music. Uh, what's your favorite pregame meal? Um, I definitely love having salmon the night before. That's interesting I've never heard that but I guess we gotta try. Uh, who is the funniest on the team? Um, Jill. She is hilarious. She's also the tallest. <laughs> who has the best style on the team? Best style. Hmm. I would say Janie. That's <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, I kind of have a couple. I'm going to have to go with Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> nice. uh, what's something on your bucket list that you would like to accomplish someday? Um, I definitely would like to just do some general traveling, sorry, some general traveling across seas and just get to see some things that I've never seen before. Like Europe, Australia. Yeah, yeah, that area. Oh, that's cool. Who's your favorite actor? <laughs> um, Liam Hemsworth, probably. Nice. Now back to some hockey questions now. What do you think should be done to help grow the women's hockey game, especially here in the U.S.? Um, I think maybe just talking about it more, having a general conversation and giving it more exposure in the media world. I think the media has a lot of control over what gets exposed to the general public. And I think if that gets brought up a little bit more, then I think it'll get taken a long way. Yeah, I heard Mike Milbury said something about it. And luckily, everything college hockey had that great post, which I saw. So that was good to see. Yeah, definitely. 
Now, who do you think will win the Stanley Cup this year after the playoff matchups have just been announced? Yeah, so my team that I was rooting for with McDavid got out of it. So I'm not really sure who to pick right now. I need some time to think on that one. I, <laughs> I have to watch a couple more games. Yeah, I, I think the Bruins are going to win personally just because I'm biased, <laughs> but uh, they haven't been playing that well, so who knows. <laughs> Now, what's your favorite hockey memory you have thus far? Um, I think a game back when I played on the Capitals, we had about – it doesn't show online, but we had a, like a six-overtime state game against uh, the Milwaukee Admirals, and it held up the entire state tournament by about two hours. And that's just – yeah, that's definitely my favorite hockey memory. Did you win that game? Yes, we did win that game. Uh, was working at the end. <laughs> now, one thing we're trying to ask all of our guests now is what should we do as a podcast and as a social media page to improve it and make it better so we can be more successful and have other great guests on just like yourself? I think just continuing to have it get supported and shared and talked about and just using the media to your advantage will definitely go a long way to get you guys out there. And we'll appreciate that feedback. And before I let you go, is there any shout outs you'd like to make to any teammates, friends, or family members? Um, I guess to my current and past teams and family. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Kylie, for coming on the podcast. I wish you all the best with your internship and with college hockey as well. And stay safe. Thank you. Have a good, have a good rest of summer. Thank you. You as well. Bye. Thank you so much to Kylie for taking time out of her busy schedule and coming on our podcast. I appreciate it very, very much. If you guys haven't already checked out our other episode we released today, it's with Robert Morris Women's Captain Lexi Templeman. It's a great interview. You should check it out. But that'll wrap up today's podcast. I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, we will be releasing another one on Friday, another one on Saturday. And then we will be back to a normal schedule of Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That is the plan, and that will be the plan for the next few months. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate it tremendously, and have a nice day. Take care, everyone. Peace. Shout to me and you to write our story. Wanna shape the new? Do you wanna? Do you wanna come along with me? Come along with me. Do you wanna? And we ain't got nothing. Gotta do something. Get it right. Gonna keep on running. Grab the fun and live it live. Restless mo-